In this episode of Des Island Torah, we have as a chut speaking to Rav Ari Shvat. Rav Shvat teaches and lectures regularly at many yeshivas, seminaries, colleges, and adult education groups, and is director of Rav Cook's archives. He has published over 200 articles as well as several volumes on the previously unpublished writings of Rav Cook, Jewish family life, and religious Zionism, and he also replies regularly to halachic and philosophic questions in English on the Yeshivat Beit Al website. Raised in Riverdale, he did the Hester program at the Or Etzion in Kriyat Arba Yeshivat, where he received smicha and served as a sergeant in Sahal. He holds a BA in Tanakh from Michlelet Herzog in Gush Etzion and an MA in Jewish History and Talmud. Thank you so much, Rav Shvat, for joining us today. It's a real zechut to have you with us. My pleasure. Shalom, shalom. So it's Desert Island Torah, three pieces of Torah that you would take to a desert island. What do they mean to you? Why are they so important to you? Really looking forward to learning and finding out your three pieces. So if we jump right in, should we go with your first piece? Okay. Um, first of all, I want to uh, compliment the... Uh, I. It's a really ingenious idea of taking uh, three ideas. I know we used to do this when I was a Madrid in Bnei Akiva, what three things would you take to a desert island? Uh, I don't know if people really realize that when Chazal and Pirkei Avot in several places, they talk about al shloshad dvarim ha'olam omed, or al shloshad dvarim ha'olam kayam. And people don't always realize that um, a uh, stool needs at least three uh, legs on which to stand. And similar, Avram, Yitzchak, and Yaakov, the three Avot. And in Kabbalah, they talk about the three major midot, which goes in uh, groups of threes. Um, and my answer for today is really uh, Rav Kook's uh, holistic approach that uh, everything uh, boils down to the ideal situation. So uh, according to Rav Kook's holistic approach, um, every situation is comprised of a who, a what, and a where. But if you open up uh, any given uh, article in a newspaper, they tell you who, what, and where. Um, I live in Kohala Shachar, which is I am the who, what is I live in Kohala Shachar, right? He learns in uh, Yeshivat HaKotel, right? Who, what, where. Which the ideal situation is going to be comprised of the ideal who, the ideal what, and the ideal where. And anybody who opens up the Tanakh will see that the uh, main figures of the Tanakh is Am Yisrael, the Jewish nation. That's the ideal who. The ideal what, anybody who opens up the Tanakh will see that the chosen land, the promised land, the ideal land is Eretz Yisrael. So what is the ideal what? is what do we do with our time, and that is Torah Yisrael. So a lot of people don't realize that this trio of Am Yisrael, Eretz Yisrael, and Torah Yisrael, that basically is Judaism. And uh, accordingly, um, when uh, we talk about, by the way, the three, inevitably it's going to be three, the Maharal talks about the ideology of a triangle, where you have three sides, A, B, and C, where each side also kisses the other two sides and also is limited by the other two sides. So A 
kisses B and C, but is also limited by them. So that you don't get anything um, out of sync. You don't get to extremism, which Rav Kook is very, uh, always warns us about extremism. So uh, the uh, idea is like a, a bicycle wheel. A bicycle wheel is round because it has three spokes. And if one of the three spokes is larger than the other, it's not going to roll. And the same thing with a stool. It needs three legs and they all have to be equal. And accordingly, um, if I were to think, what would I take to a desert island? It would definitely be something having to do with Am Yisrael, Eretz Yisrael, and Torah Yisrael, the ideal who, what, and where. So uh, when I think, let's start with Torah Yisrael. The first source that I would take is Ma'amar Hador. It's Rav Cook's classic article on understanding the modern generation. And uh, this appears in his Sefer Ikveyatzon on page uh, Kuftet, where Rav Kook talks about how the reason why so many people have been rebelling over the last century against Torah is because the Torah is outdated. And it's not that we need to reform the Torah, but we need to return to the original Torah. What is the original Torah? Um, you look at all of the heroes of the Tanakh, they were all religious Zionists. They all lived in the land of Israel. They all spoke Lashon HaKodesh Hebrew. They all were on Sheh Torah Ve'avodah. They worked for a living. They all served in the Israeli army. Um, in short, religious Zionism. Now, what happened was, Rav Kook explains there, that when the young people started getting interested in Zionism, their parents and many of the rabbis in Europe started telling them, no, you can't be a Zionist. When the young people said, well, we want to make Aliyah to the land of Israel, their parents and some of the rabbis told them, no, you're supposed to wait for Mashiach. And when they said, we want to make a Jewish state, the rabbi said, no, we're supposed to wait for Mashiach. And when they said, the young people said, well, we want to revive the Hebrew language. And the rabbis say, no, Hebrew should only be used for learning Torah and for davening and not for secular things. And when the young people said, we want to revive a Jewish army. And the rabbi said, no, that's not the Jewish way. Jews don't serve in the army. We don't stoop down to the level of the goyim. And uh, for 2,000 years, the Jew fought with his passport, where whenever there were problems, we ran away from this galut to that galut. And Rav Kook tells the rabbis of his generation, if every modern ideal and every Zionist ideal, we tell the young people, no, 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 no. And that's what they were being told in Europe, that either you're a Zionist and modern or you are traditional and religious, but you can't be both. So the young people said, okay, they're not stupid. So they went on for modernism and Zionism and they chucked religion. And then comes Rav Kook and he tells the young people that your rebellion is not against religion. As a matter of fact, all of these things that you want are really in the original Judaism. And that your rebellion, he's telling the young people, your rebellion is against Galut. 
and not against Judaism. And that rebellion against Galut, against exile, is a rebellion whose time has come. And older people, they don't make rebellions. And the biggest revolution in world history is the Geulah, is the return of Am Yisrael to Eretz Yisrael. And what we have to do is what we have to revive the original Torah. What is the original Torah? Again, all of the heroes in the Torah, they all lived in the land of Israel. They all led some as judges, some as kings. They led the nation of Israel. They all spoke Hebrew. They all served in the army. They all did Torah ve'avodah. In a nutshell, religious Zionism is the original Judaism, and that's what we have to return to in our generation, and that's the appealing Torah that's going to appeal also to the religious and also to the non-religious Zionists. And um, the second aspect that Rav Kook mentions there regarding the return to the original Torah is that we have a terrible problem in the syllabus of most yeshivas where they just learn Gemara in the morning Gemara, in the afternoon Gemara, in the evening Gemara, Bekiyut. And Rav Kook says, if you want to return people to the Torah, you take the Baal Tshuva movement. I'm sure most of you have heard of Eish HaTorah or Or Sameach or Machon Meir, Machon Ora. All of these Bali Tshuva Yeshivot, if they want to bring someone close to Torah, they don't do it by giving you a class on how to brush your teeth on Shabbat or how much I have to pay if my ox gores your cow. That's not what's going to bring them close to Torah. What's going to bring them close to the Torah is the beauty of the philosophy of Judaism the beauty of the mitzvot, the beauty of chasidut, the emotion of Kabbalah, the beauty of Tanakh, and something which girls who learned in Midrashot, your program is a lot well-rounded than what the boys are learning. And what Rav Kook is saying is that it's chaval that the most appealing parts of Torah are not being taught in the yeshivot. And it's not that that's not part of Torah. Everyone will admit that Moren Vuchim and Kuzari and Musar and all the Tanakh, right? How can you not learn Tanakh? But the problem is, is that these topics were neglected for 2,000 years. We don't have time to get into the question why they were neglected. But today, um, the world is rebelling against an old-fashioned Judaism, which is not deep. And we rabbis, we have no choice but to rediscover the beautiful, broad Torah. So, so to summarize that first source of Ma'amar Hador, Rav Kook is saying that Torah Yisrael of our generation has to be a return to the original Torah, that is religious Zionism, that is not just learning Gemara, but learning the beauty of the philosophy, the morals, the ethics, the Tanakh, the dynamics part of the Torah. Okay, so that's point number one. Amazing. Um, source number two that I uh, think that Rav Kook would bring to a desert island, like we said, the three points are Am Yisrael, Eretz Yisrael, and Torah Yisrael. So we spoke about Torah Yisrael that our generation needs. Let's talk about Am Yisrael. Uh, for 2,000 years, the Jewish people were living basically like individuals. On the other hand, uh, Rav Kook writes in his classic book, Orot, you want a page, you can look at page Kuf Dalid, but it's really based on Sefer Breshit, 
that Hashem tells Avram Avinu, Lech lecha miyartzecha mimolatecha, leave your land, your father's home, and go to the land, ela aretz asher areka, v'nivrechu v'cha kol mishpachot adama. Through you, Am Yisrael, the nation of Israel in the land of Israel, is going to come bracha, is going to come goodness to all of mankind. In other words, before Am Yisrael, there always were individual tzaddikim. In every generation, Noah was a tzaddik, Metushalach was a tzaddik, Chanoch, eh, Malchit Tzedek, eh, Shem, Ever, right? In every generation, there were individual tzaddikim. But the Torah, Hashem, wants something greater. He wants to make a nation of tzaddikim. And the way, and if you can have a nation of tzaddikim, that includes more intellectual, less intellectual, men, women, Ashkenazi, Sfaradi, uh, white-collar, blue-collar, proletarian, bourgeoisie. And if you can have an entire nation which lives ideology, ideologically according to the ideals of monotheism and morality, that means that the whole world can do it. And that's why Hashem went into the gear telling Avram Avinu, I am going to make you my chosen nation, and through you I'm going to bring morality to all of mankind. In other words, a nation which has a universal, moral, humanistic message. It's not a nationalism which uh, can lead to racism because the whole essence of the Jewish nation is to bring morality to all of mankind. So that is the second aspect of, uh, of Am Yisrael. And in fact, if you look historically, the Jewish nation had first brought monotheism and together with that morality, the Ten Commandments, to all of mankind. And uh, that is definitely the second message that I would bring with me on a desert island. So the first is Torah to Israel. The second is Am Yisrael. But again, not Torah to Israel the way it was learned in Galut. Not the Jewish religion, which is just limited to Shabbat and Kashrut and Lashon Hara or Tarat Mishpacha, but the nation of Israel living in the land of Israel with the state of Israel bringing the godly ideal and morality even into the economy, even into the army, into every aspect of society. And now you probably want the third point, which, as we said, if the first is Torah Yisrael and the second is Am Yisrael, the third is Eretz Yisrael. Again, who, what, and where. Eretz Yisrael, and I thought of bringing the source, Tafka was just from uh, yesterday's parsha in the uh, Parshat Re'eh. Chazal tell us in the Sifrei, Yeshivat Eretz Yisrael shkula keneged kol hamitzvot sheba Torah. Living in the land of Israel is equated with all of the rest of the mitzvot put together. And um, I remember when I heard this the first time from Rav Shlomo Goren, who was one of the Gedolei Ador, and I asked him, all right, learning Torah is also equated with the rest of the mitzvot. And observing Shabbat is equated with the rest of the mitzvot. And not doing avodah zarah is equated with the rest of the mitzvot. Brit milah is equated with the rest of the mitzvot. So how can you have two mitzvot, or kal four or five mitzvot, 
which are equated with the rest of the mitzvot, right? If X equals 612, you can't have another one of the 612 equal 612. So Rav Shlomo Gorin Zatzal, he answered me as follows. He said, first of all, it's only said regarding seven mitzvot. And look at these seven mitzvot. These are super mitzvot. Learning Torah is not just another mitzvah. It's equated with the rest of the mitzvot put together. Brit milah, even reformed Jews do brit milah, right? So that's why it's equated with the rest of the mitzvot. Tzedakah, giving charity, is equated with the rest of the mitzvot. And that's why even reformed Jews give tzedakah. Em, avodah zarah. Even reformed Jews do not do avodah zarah. E, Shabbat, right? The definition of somebody who's an Orthodox Jew would probably include somebody who observes Shabbat. Now, why is it out of all of these super mitzvot, the only one which is being neglected is the mitzvah of living in Eretz Yisrael? And the answer is obvious, because for 2,000 years, it wasn't doable. It wasn't on the agenda. But today, Baruch Hashem, there are 7 million Jews in Eretz Yisrael, and apparently, according to statisticians, uh, Professor Sergio Della Pergola of Hebrew University, uh, he figures that most Jews in the world today already live in the land of Israel. And uh, it's a one-way street because all of the other Jewish communities in the world are assimilating and are becoming smaller and smaller, as opposed to the only Jewish community in the world, which is rising all the time because of Aliyah, because of natural birth rate in Israel, Baruch Hashem, we have a lot of children. So Eretz Yisrael is where the future of Am Yisrael is. And um, so this concept of having the holy nation living the Torah in the holy land is really um, a return to the original Judaism. I'll just give another explanation. There are a couple of explanations why living in Israel is equated with the rest of the mitzvot put together and why it's one of the three sources that I would definitely bring with me to a desert island. The Chatam Sofer explains that when you live in Israel, it's not just another mitzvah. You are moving to a planet of Kedusha, where the apples are holy and the rocks are holy the language is holy. The people are holy. Everything is holy. So living in Israel changes your entire lifestyle, shifting to a gear, uh, to a planet of holiness. So we're not just talking about one mitzvah to live in the land of Israel. We're talking about the mitzvah, which is equated with the rest of the mitzvot put together. Now, another explanation is that living in Israel enables me to do so many more other mitzvot. The national mitzvot, the agricultural mitzvot. Okay? That's the Torah to Mima's explanation. The Ramban explains, and uh, this is cited by a lot of other sources, that mitzvot and chutzlaretz really are just practice. And that the real mitzvah, the Chafetz Chaim, who tried making aliyah, but it didn't succeed, um, the real mitzvot are worth 20 times as much in the land of Israel. You could take the same mezuzah on your door in England and put it on a door in Eretz Yisrael. It is worth 20 times as much. And um, 
So quantity-wise, quality-wise, kedusha-wise, living in Israel is not just another mitzvah. Now, another explanation is that of the rivash. And here I have to make a personal uh, confession. The next line is what got me personally to make Aliyah. I was 16 or 17 years old, and I was a rebel without a cause. I wanted to leave my mark on the world. I didn't want just to be born, to die, to have a social security number, to be forgotten. I wanted to do something that will leave my mark even 500, even 1,000 years from now. And I was looking for something historic that I could do. And then one night, it was a Friday night, we had uh, a madrich who taught with us the rivash, who was asked exactly this question. Why is the mitzvah of living in Israel a super mitzvah? Why is it equated with the rest of the mitzvot put together? And he explains that it's the only mitzvah where it's not just for me, but it's for all of Am Yisrael. And not just for my all of my generation, but for all generations in the future. What does that mean? When I put on tefillin, that has nothing to do with the Jew in Australia. He doesn't even know that I'm doing it. And for sure, my children and great-great-grandchildren, they have free will. And my putting on tefillin or my learning Torah, they can choose not to be religious. So really, what can I do that has ramifications a thousand years from now? The Rivash points out, you know what, I'll give a modern explanation. Some of you may be familiar with Yosef Trumpeldor. And he and 18, 18-year-olds, 18 uh, we're talking about the 1920s, they, after the Balfour Declaration, they saw that there was going to be some kind of partition plan where there was going to be a Jewish state and an Arab state in the Middle East. And uh, they saw that the Jewish state obviously would include where the Jews live. So they decided, let's set up a yeshuv, a Jewish settlement, well, as far north as possible, and that way from the north-south will all be part of the Jewish state. Good idea. So why was Jabotinsky against it? Why was Ben-Gurion? Everyone was against it. Because they said it's suicide. If the Arabs attack you, you're too far away. We can't send reinforcements. We can't send extra weapons. And in fact, that's what happened. And Arabs attacked the Yishuv of Tel Chai, set up by 18 18 year olds and on one day they killed eight of the 18 year olds but being that idealistic 18 year olds were so idealistic they did not listen to the establishment they called more friends and they strengthened their strengthened their issue they even set up another issue next to them in memory of their eight friends called Kiryat Shmona have you heard of Kiryat Shmona oh. uh, so that's in memory of their eight friends who were killed Ironically, it became even more famous than the original Yishuv of Tel Chai. But why do I tell you this story? Because these 18, 18-year-olds, when they decided to set up a Yishuv all the way north, they did not go there to become millionaires. They didn't go there because they like the view. They went there in the name of Am Yisrael, in the name of the Jewish nation, that we are going to set up a Jewish state and we are going to set up the borders. And then it hit me. When I was, like I said, 16, 17 years old, I said, 
if I make Aliyah, I am moving my family tree to its final eternal destination. And they did even 500 years from now, my great, great, great grandchildren, even a thousand years from now, will be living in the land of Israel. Because when my family moved from Poland to Russia or from Russia to America, everybody knew that their great, 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 great grandchildren will not be in those countries because Jews always kick around from exile to exile. But when, let me put it this way, every Jew that's going to be around in Yemota Mashiach is going to have one great, great grandmother or grandfather who had the guts to make Aliyah. And to move, make that move, to move the family tree to its final place. And that's when it hit me, that is what's going to be my cause in life. I want to be that historic figure who has the guts to move the family to Eretz Yisrael. And my great, 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 great grandchildren forevermore, they won't remember my name, but who cares? The fact is, is that I and you, or really anyone, who returns to the original Torah. To summarize, the original Torah is three things. And those are the three things that Rav Kook or I would take to the desert island. That is Am Yisrael, Eretz Yisrael, and Torah Yisrael. The ideal who, the ideal what, and the ideal where. And uh, it's basically a return to the original Judaism. And this is what we say uh, all the time in tefillah, we want to return. You know what? I bet most people don't even notice that the word kikedem has a triple meaning. When you say in the army kadima, or in Bnei Akiva, kadima, it means to go forward, forward march. Kedem also means the past. Let's go back to the past. Kedma also means towards the east. So the idea, when one goes back to Eretz Yisrael, he's going back to the land of our fathers, but it is the land of the future of Am Yisrael. And that is eastward. Uh, most of the Jews in Galut always daven towards Eretz Yisrael, which is in the east. So to return to the original Judaism. Rav Kook, by the way, a lot of times the Haredim, they accused him of being a reform. Rav Kook was not reforming anything. He just said, let's go back to the original Judaism, which is beautiful, dynamic, modern, broad, attractive, and uh, all-encompassing. So those are the three spokes that you need in the wheel. Those are the three uh, legs that you need on the stool. And uh, so that's what Judaism is comprised of. But the problem is, for 2,000 years, we forgot about it. Rafa, amazing. Thank you so much for coming on today and sharing. Uh, it was my pleasure. And I have to compliment you on the great idea. The idea of, I don't know if you realized how important it was to say three points, because uh, that's what everything in the life is made of. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Be'ahatzlach haraba. Koltuv. Thank you for listening to Desert Island Torah. Feel free to share our podcast with family and friends so that we can reach out to Amisra. And if you enjoyed that episode, please feel free to download and subscribe. 
And if you want to discuss your own Desert Island Horror, get in touch at desertislandhorror at gmail.com. Thank you again for listening. Thank you.